chance to enjoy the end of the season and look forward. Welcome to the Principality Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Nigel Owens has been confirmed to referee at the World Cup. I'm just excited to get into my fourth one, uh, which will... Uh probably be my last one, which will be my last one. So yes, it's a great honour, great honour and privilege to be appointed to it. A series of community games in the Principality Stadium. All the inspiration you need, according to Swansea White's Robin Locke. This is the home of Welsh Rugby, so you want to do the stadium proud. You know, the fact that this is a showcase for women's rugby and the top level of women's rugby in the Premiership. While walking rugby is an exciting new initiative for Lord Ellis Thomas, Minister for Culture, Tourism and Sport. Well, I've got this uh, awesome responsibility of trying to encourage physical activity in Wales and I, it's my first experience of walking rugby and I think it's amazing. More on that coming up, but we'll start with the news that Nigel Owens will be one of the referees at the coming Rugby World Cup in Japan. Another on a pretty lengthy roll of honour. He spoke to Graham Gillespie. It's a huge privilege and honour to be appointed to referee in in the massive tournament that the Rugby World Cup is now. You know, I've I've been involved in it. This will be my fourth World Cup, and I'm still as excited about it as as the first one was. And it's great to see how much it's grown. You know, since my first involvement in actually officiating it in 2007, how much it's grown since then as a truly global game in a truly global tournament so yeah like I'm, I'm just excited to go into my fourth one uh, which will uh, probably be my last one which will be my last one so yes yeah, it's a great honour great honour and privilege to be appointed to it who was the first person you told yeah my dad actually yeah, my dad is 83 years of age but he still gets as excited as I do when I tell him what games I've got coming up and stuff like that yeah so so I rang him first of all uh, he was the first person I rang um, when I was appointed to referee the World Cup final in 2015 as well so um I've told a lot of people since mine, but he's <laughs> the first one I've, I've rung up. Now, have you already said it's going to be your fourth time as an official at a World Cup? How do you think it will differ this time? Well, I think a lot of it will, will be very, very similar. It's the first time that the World Cup is going to be in, in Asia, so that is something special. And I've been to Japan on a couple of occasions. I actually did my first test match there back in 2005 between Japan and Ireland in Osaka. And I was there last year as well, uh, officiating Japan against Georgia, and I was there for three weeks back then. So it, it's a great country, and they'll be very, very passionate about it. And they're very, very supportive, Japan, uh, of rugby as a sport, and particularly when, when the team is playing as well, how much it means to them as a country. And uh, it will, I think it'll be a wonderful experience. It'll be very different in many ways as well, but uh, it'll be very special, I believe. And, you know, I've heard a lot of people... Um, who've never been to Japan before and a lot of people who haven't been to a World Cup before, a Rugby World Cup, saying how excited they are and they're going to go to Japan because it's, it is something different and, and something special. The referees as a group, they were together for the Six Nations and you know each other very well. Give us an insight into the group as a whole and how you expect to operate alongside them. Yeah, that's one thing that, um, that Alan Roland uh, and Joel Jute are saying before him, but Roland has, has certainly emphasised on since taking over as, as our boss in that we work as a team together, that togetherness is important, not just on the field, but off it as well. And, you know, we work closely together with many of the referees and TMOs and other officials in a match day environment. We've also been working very hard in, in the various referee camps and mini camps we've had since the last World Cup in, in not only getting us 
better and improving as a group of referees as far as consistency and performances go, but also getting us a closer group together. And I think the closer you are as a group, then the better you work together and the better you work together, then the better outcomes it will be for you as a group of officials. And, and more importantly, the better the outcome will be for, for the game of rugby on a tournament as a whole and, and that's something that, that Alan has been really really strong on and I think it's very very important and you know that we've certainly seen I think that uh, we're extremely close as, as a group of referees going into the last World Cup but I think this is as close as a, a group as I've ever been involved when everybody gets on well together and everybody um, you know will be pulling and working together and, and that's a very difficult thing to do in an environment where one person is going to get appointed to a game or somebody may be missing out so it's a very difficult battle to get in, in getting a group who are vying for positions really within that group to officiate at, at the biggest games and the knockout games to getting people to work together in, in helping people through a game and working together and but I, I think we've got the balance right and you know a lot of that thanks comes down to, to Alan in the way that he's pulled everybody together and particularly the way the mini camps and the camps have worked as well during the last four years. Next week, we'll hear more from Nigel, what impact technology has made on referees and his plans for the summer. But the Principality Stadium has been playing host to a series of community finals and events, a fantastic opportunity and incentive at the end of the season. Liz Jones spoke to one of the players. My name's Robin Locke and I play for Swansea Whites. Congratulations, Robin. Talk us through the match this evening, playing here at Principality Stadium as well. Yeah, there was high anxiety coming in because obviously the ground that you're playing on and kind of the expectation that comes with it and also building up into this game. Ponticlean had beat us twice in the league, so they were the favourites coming in and we knew that we just had to dig really deep. We knew they played fast game, real strong runners from them, so it was just a case of defending hard and then attacking when the space is opened. But I think the girls dug really deep. It was probably one of the hardest games I've played in, in probably my career. first 20 minutes, I was just like, it's got to be done now, hasn't it, surely? But playing here has been absolutely amazing to be able to step on this pitch and, you know, where the men play, you know, and to be able to take the cup back to Swansea and earning it here is brilliant. Yeah, I mean, you've retained the cup now. and Do you think everyone just raised their game, the fact that it was here this year? I think so, yeah, because obviously this is the home of Welsh rugby, so you want to do the stadium proud. You know, the fact that this is a showcase for women's rugby and the top level of women's rugby in the Premiership, you know, it's about being able to showcase women can put on just as, the same performance as the men. So, yeah, it's been fantastic. And as you say, it was a great contest. You had a lot of your internationals back for the last few weeks. You'd missed them for some of the season where Ponticlean perhaps hadn't. But it was a great game, especially, well, throughout really, but in the first half. And then you, you came out different teams second half yeah I think Ponticlean have always had a really good structure and Ponticlean you know they are the Falcons family they are that close-knit group and I think you may have one or two internationals in a squad but they don't always make the game so it's really good having the girls come back from the Six Nations campaign raring to go ready and focused on cup final and the cup run so you know the girls who have been back at Swansea we've been doing it for the girls who've been playing for their country so that they can come back and they've got that opportunity to play and work towards the cup final but all dues to to clean they've done really well this season I think kind of reiterate that you know rugby isn't just a sport it's about making a family as well
Some of the girls have played here internationally, but others haven't had the chance. So from a club player point of view, you know, it's a great occasion. I've been really fortunate. So in 2017, I was able to play here with Welsh Varsity's team, with Swansea University, and we won for the first time here, which was amazing. Highlight of my rugby career. But actually now I think this is the highlight of my rugby career, being able to do it with my White's family. But yeah, some of the girls who haven't had the opportunity, you know, just like things like walking in and you're walking into the home of Welsh rugby and the change rooms, you get your own little cube. Cool. And we're not used to that sometimes we're just putting a port cab in that game so you know it's it's almost that you step it up and you become more professional because of where you're playing i think and the girls all dug really deep great yeah it's great for women's rugby there tonight yeah it's i mean if they could do it every year it'd be brilliant and if we can every year get more of a crowd and you can inspire young girls to play rugby because they can aspire to play for a club that then has the opportunity to play somewhere like here in the home of rugby that would be amazing it's a good pull <laughs> Great, enjoy the evening. Oh, thank you. You're listening to the Principality Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Now, walking football's been around for a little while and now there's walking rugby. We'll hear from one of the players shortly, but first Lord David Ellis Thomas, Minister for Culture, Tourism and Sport, went along to look for himself and talk to Liz Jones. Minister, what have you seen this morning to enthuse you about Welsh uh, fitness um, and social and inclusion? Well, I've got this uh, awesome responsibility of trying to encourage physical activity in Wales, and I, it's my first experience of walking rugby, and I think it's amazing, because you've got the whole gamut of generations you've got uh, people even older than me and of course young people uh, and school pupils and the whole thing indicates that it's possible for people to enjoy themselves and also benefit their health and I think it's brilliant for the, to see the WRU promoting it and organising it. Something for everyone in rugby we've just seen Henry there who's taken up walking rugby at 70 and it's got amazing mental health benefits too. Well, this is bound to be the case because this is, this is what physical exercise is all about. When you think that some 30% of the population of Wales don't actually do anything, it's not very good for, for the outlook for those individuals or indeed the, the cost to the National Health Service and, and other issues. And therefore, to see sport as something which everyone can participate in at whatever level they choose and whatever kind of sport they choose is the way forward, I think. Now we've got a few hundred pupils from Riverside schools taking part in rugby activities at Principality Stadium and later we've got mixed ability teams from all over Wales. So again, just opportunities for people to be part of Principality Stadium too. Well, I think this uh, building has done so much for Wales in terms of uh, international image and it can also do a lot more I think for people in Wales who want to come here not necessarily as spectators but actually to participate and see what rugby offers and what walking rugby offers along with walking football I assume you you can have walking netball as well and all the rest of it and if I decide to slow down on my um, jogging one day I might take it up myself yeah, I'm Henry Swift from Tolvine Dragons. And Henry, what's your involvement in walking rugby? Uh, I've been uh, training with Torvine Dragons from the beginning of this year. I've played rugby most of my life until sort of you get a little bit old and you don't get out so much with the, the boys playing, etc. 
Uh, but now I think walking rugby has been able to get back into the banter with the guys and the and the dressing room banter and getting out, getting out here. What a dream that is for anybody. Uh, so that yeah, it's fabulous. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's been good for me. I've yeah, things have, have not been great, sort of with mental health issues, and I tend to shrink away and be quiet on my own, out of the way. Yeah, the rugby family, the fraternity, the community brings you in together and involves you, and it's inclusive, and I feel okay when I'm doing it. So it's benefited physically and mentally? Absolutely, physically. I keep myself fit from sort of uh, physical health issues but mentally I, I was in a bit of a bad place with nothing really you didn't fit in anywhere you didn't belong anywhere you couldn't go to somebody to talk to or other than the GP and you had to wait two weeks for that and uh, so it, I found it difficult but yeah, with some of the guys that we play they understand me they know me I don't make any secret of it and if they want to talk to me about issues I'm happy to talk and happy to listen and so what would you say to people thinking of giving it a go? How do they get involved? It's quite a new concept. I only became aware of it this year. But I think if, if they look at social media, they will see sides which are beginning to tweet uh, and uh, on Facebook pages. If they look at those, there's generally a contact number. And I say, give the number to ring. Don't be afraid. Turn up with a pair of trainers or boots. Don't be afraid to get dirty and uh, and, and get, get to it. Brilliant. And do you mind me asking how old you are? I'm only 70. Oh, so no, never too late to start? Oh, absolutely, never too late at all. No, I'm just, just going to uh, reacquaint myself with my old um, club that I used to play for back in the 70s. So I'm going to take a little bit of a, a looking after uh, role with some of the uh, players there. And where's that? That's Whitehead's right. in Newport going to start another club there oh it would be lovely too but um i think my i probably think that my colors are they're nailed to tort wine because they treat us well and they understand me and i don't really want to be going somewhere else and starting again but I, i'm happy to share it great thank you all yeah. the best thank you very much indeed welcome well so plenty more next week as the season draws to a close but until then from the principality welsh rugby union podcast goodbye Thank you.